Fierce Fan Media. As if I'm not hungry. Because I will eat no matter what I have. Like, yeah. starve a fever, feed a flu, whatever. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm hungry. Feed a when flu, like, feed a fever, feed a cold, feed a... <laughs> yeah. I'm like, when I'm sick, sick, and I'm like, no, I'm not hungry, they're like, oh, shit. Julie Ooh. can eat two La Costa burritos. Yeah, smash At, Like them. the super burritos? Yeah. 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 I get two vegetarian burritos and two tacos. Two, yeah, they're... And, yeah. and two tacos. And that was even when I was, like, super fit. <laughs> I could smash yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. That's I impressive, sma- actually. I could smash them. Yeah. I'm yeah. I'm impressed. I miss La Costa so bad. Okay. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the weekly wind down. I am Jackie D, the literary lesbian. I'm Stacy, the new age old school mom. I'm Stacy, the political princess. I'm Erin, the geeky gal. I am Julie, the not so lipstick lesbian. So once again, all five of us are on. (laughs) Gonna be a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You did fine. I listened to the podcast last week. You did great, Corral. Good job. <laughs> All right. Here are the rules. We have 14 questions. These questions don't require 10-minute answers. Aaron, Stacy. They buzz kill. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I haven't been so called out and well since the last podcast. Last <laughs> text you guys sent me. <laughs> I have a whistle to corral people back in. If I All right. To. All right. Stacy's got a whistle. This sounds like a good time. 14 questions with five of us. What could possibly go wrong? (laughs) Three hours later. (laughs) (laughs) I thought that when I was looking at the questions, I was like, I feel like Jax is going to have to like slim these down. (laughs) Or you guys could be proactive in our approach to the podcast and decide to write them down. Be a little more concise. Let's work happen. on our, our communication <laughs> and projection. That's and... what the people want. <laughs> we should have voted on like five. <laughs> um, okay, so this is our last podcast of the year, which isn't that big of a deal because, I mean, it's we'll be on next week. So um, <laughs> I just realized that when I thought of it. But Tonight, everybody's I, here, which is cool. for the month, too, and the week. And the year. Feel. Yeah. Woo. Okay. Dang. I am drinking Freak Show tonight. Stacy got it for me for Christmas. It's my favorite of the um, Michael David. It's Michael David, right? Yeah. Yeah. Wineries or uh, wines. Sorry, I'm also trying to fight off a cold right now, so I'm a little bit. Uh, <clears throat> okay, Stacy, what are you drinking? Gatorade and vodka. Oh, classy. What Gatorade. kind of Gatorade? Uh, the zero sugar yellow Gatorade. The but zero I put, sugar is so good. It is I know, so but then I totally ruined it by putting a splash of grenadine in it for some color. Oh, so oh, I put the sugar back. So close, so close. I've been only drinking zero sugar Gatorade, and then they threw like they put the wrong in, and I took a sip, and I was like, "Holy shit, this is gross." <laughs> okay, so 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 wait, so what zero sugar Gatorade actually tastes good? Because I think they're fucking trash. I like the, the yellow white, one. The yellow one, the white one, the pink one. It's berry. The That's my one. favorite. I like the blue one. The white blue one, one, the cherry one's good. Yeah. No. Ugh. Well, you don't I have don't to know. drink it. I like them. 
I'm trying to drink zero yeah. sugar stuff because y'all get on to me all the time. <laughs> I'm try, like, try the yellow one with vodka. It's super good. Oh, or the I pink, can do that. The pink, is, yeah. the pink is berry. It's mm, so good. I love it. Stacey, what are you drinking? Okay. Well, let me tell you about my vessel first. I got these cutie little um, oh, champagne flutes at Home Goods. I just realized this one might be a little crooked. Is it a star? It's a star. I can't tip it because oh. I have stuff in it now. It's a star with a gold rim and then oh. it's um, a little oh, like God, iridescent. So oh my Isn't God, it? I love that. And then this is my water. <laughs> Very, Stacy. if you're not wifed up this year, something's wrong with the world. Right? Like, That's yeah, say. The, the cutest, what, what, I mean, what is that cute little star flute rim? Whatever. Oh. Beautiful. Rim. Such a beautiful <laughs> say rim. rim job. <laughs> it's a beautiful Aaron, rim. Aaron, job. What are you drinking? I'm drinking vodka. <laughs> the end. Oh, all right. Stacey, tell us what you're drinking. Um, oh. I don't love Prosecco, but I am drinking the Lamarca Prosecco because they had elf on a shelf size ones at Target. They had. Oh. A little section of tiny things for your elf on a shelf. And I thought it was funny they had Prosecco. Um, but of all the Proseccos, this is the one I will drink because to me, it's the least sweet. I, I enjoy LaMarca as well. Mm-hmm. I'm drinking vodka. I put it, I put a little um, LaCroix in there. I know. Oh, what's I don't know what There's nothing wrong with vodka. That's, the, I love that's it. what you drink. Makes yeah. me very happy. And you know what? Today's the show for me to be happy. So, yeah. Yeah. Julie, what are you drinking? Whiskey, Red okay. Bull, beer, yeah. All right, is everyone focused? Mm, no, but I'm ready to start. Okay. I'm yes, gonna... yes. I'm, All right, Stacey, I'm... you got your whistle ready? I do. Okay. We're zoned you in. You really Jax. have a whistle? So we're going yeah. through. We're going no, through. You do- <gasps> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. She really does. Toot it. I love it. Toot it. I got to hear it. What? Oh, Oh, I got a whistle somewhere too, but if I blow it, you're so special. All you need is a whistle. We got to get you a little t-shirt. That's amazing. I always, I always have a whistle with me. All right. Best song of the year, Stacey. Fox 40. Okay. Mine is a guy that is not well known. So y'all have to Google it and listen to it on your own. It's Taylor Goyette's The Show Goes On. It's got hidden political stuff in it. And it's basically about how like, if the world's still spinning, the shit show is going on because, like, of politics. So it's really good. Go listen. Okay. Well, hold on. Wait. Who say that? No, again. no. Stacy, what's yours? No. Okay. I'll tell you, Okay. I'm g- gonna go Ooh. not Taylor Swift because it would just be like every song Taylor Swift put out this year. Um. Oh. Okay. But also, I lied. Mm, I don't know. Is someone already gonna say you're losing me? Yep. Two, two. Okay, two, then I'll two. let you do that. <laughs> so I'm gonna say mine. If I'm not picking a Taylor Swift song, is gonna be definitely Renee Rap, and I'm gonna say probably Pretty Girls. Pretty Girls Same. or Yeah. Uh, You're really an honorary lesbian, Stacey. Was <laughs> Pretty Girls or My Tummy Hurts. I think maybe my tummy hurts because when she says, um, uh, when she says like a bunch of monsters, like your mother and your father, it's so good. A bunch of fucking monsters, like your mother and your father. So good. So, so I will hand, you're losing me off to someone else because that really is mine, but non-Taylor Swift, I'm going to go 
I'm going to go pretty girls. All right, Aaron. Uh, is it over now? Taylor Swift. Yeah. Good one. Yeah, I that's good. love that song. Good I one. literally listen to it all the time. And Boy Genius, not strong enough. Good one. Julie? It didn't come out in 2023, but it's Cardi B, Get Up 10. That's my motherfucking jam. That's my 2023 okay. song. When did that come out? 2021, 2020. I think. Yeah. <laughs> I, know I know we're not allowed to have extras. That's She's my got song. a song that sums up yeah. her 2023. Yeah. So like, yeah. Okay. Can I get an honorable mention, though, for What Was I Made For by Billie Eilish? Because... Ooh, that was my number two Barbie song. Oh, yeah. that's that was a my good number two song. Yeah. It's a good yeah. song. Okay, mine was "You're Losing Me" by Taylor Swift. Obby. Yeah, fucking great. Yeah. Great, Taylor great. <sighs> okay, most embarrassing political quote of the year. Okay, so <laughs> I talked about mine on the podcast once before, but I'm saying it again. So, by Trump, of course. The windmills are driving the whales crazy. They're driving them a little batty. The windmills are causing whales to die in numbers that have never been seen before. No one does anything about that. You wouldn't see that, but once a year, now they're coming up on a weekly basis. And he's talking about whales in the ocean. Such when really, a fucking wackadoo. Crisis was in whales, W-A-L-E-S. <laughs> they're putting up windmills in whales, and people were boycotting that because they didn't want their beautiful scenery messed up. But he thought it was whales in the ocean yeah he's so stupid so dumb I, he's so dumb he's so dumb like he's so dumb fuck? it would be harder to find like a good trump quote than like a fucking embarrassing but that is a good one that's a good one Stacey? my favorite of the year okay i think mine is probably gonna be this is a map of san francisco with then just like a map of shit on it <laughs> oh, man. that was gonna be mine oh, what? Yes. And then right, you can share it. That's fine. Nothing no, says I you love, can't have the same I one. I love that. Literally, anytime Ron DeSantis says something dumb, which is all the time, I'm in. Julie, you got one. Yeah, but it wasn't uh, a 2023 quote. I it uh, again, it was just a quote that I had read in 2023 that I thought was so fucking stupid. Uh, he's not a war hero. He's a war hero because he was captured. I like people that weren't captured. Donald Trump. Yeah. <laughs> what That's a like a throwback idiot. to like 2015, bro. A long time yeah, ago. No, yeah, yeah, 2015. But but what a fucking idiot. Okay. Yeah. Mine um, is has fallen from the lips of everybody's favorite, Marjorie Taylor Greene. <laughs> when, when she tweeted, Rather, or no, she said this, rather than providing the best possible service to the American taxpayer, the Biden administration is focused on diversity, equity, and inclusion. <laughs> Darn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean exactly what the Democrats want? Like, what are you talking right. about? Bobo? Oh, shucks. <laughs> okay. Skunked again. Yeah. Uh, honorable mention to everything Lauren Boebert said in Matthew. Oh, yeah. I mean. Oh, God. And John everything Bober. George yeah. Santos yeah. says. Bobert. Yeah. How are you different at the end of 2023 than you were at the beginning? My very wise best friend said to me at a time when it hit me just right, everybody's trying to do their best. And she said, I feel like everybody's trying to do their best. And I just focus on that when I'm disappointed in somebody. So that has been 
like my saying in my head and also to try to see the positive in bad situations. So like whenever something bad happens, like we get a flat tower tire on the freeway, like try to find the positive in that and be like, whatever. Now we get to spend an hour together talking about stupid shit or, you know what I mean? Like always trying to find the positive in situations and focus on everybody's trying to do their best. Um, Thank you, Stace. That was a good one. I'm, I'm a brilliant. One. You really are. <laughs> um, you kind of are. <laughs> I have a better everyday handle on my anxiety and my panic attacks, I think. Um, and I think that is making me a little bit braver and a little more independent. I thought when Emily moved out, I would be like so scared to be on my own all the time. And I'm like handling it. Good. That's awesome. Hi. No, Stacy, that's, awesome. that's, that's huge. So awesome. Yeah. Because sometimes that's you can really feel good. like it's an everyday, every second, every minute. When you're going through it, when you're like, when you have those moments, there's those days or those weeks, like the fact that you feel like you've overcome that, that's huge. That is huge. Congratulations. That's a big deal. Yeah. Um, Zigzag paddywhack. So mine is a little bit of a similar like mental health thing. I think at the beginning of the year, um, I was really, I think still struggling um, with just life. Um, losing my stepdad last year and just a lot of shit, you know? Um, but, uh, this actually goes back to something Jackie said forever ago. <laughs> like, and I wrote it down because throughout my mental health journey, I th feel like I constantly have been struggling and going back and forth to people that aren't necessarily great for me. Um, what? and you know. I know shocking, <laughs> but Jackie, you said one time people aren't always good because they make you feel good. And I literally people I mean, aren't I'm, always good because they make you feel good. Right. They aren't yeah. right. And I remember when you wrote it, when you said it, I was like, ah, whatever. I want to write this down. This sounds pretty, pretty good. It's probably fucking seven sheets to the wind. Um, but I, go back I kept it like this is old you said this probably I don't know a year and a half ago um took a note bird but I just was like this is gonna come back and mean something really important to me when I remember it <laughs> I think it's so cute there's it's vodka so stains on it I, probably, I don't know <laughs> little I really this it got rolled else. up in a joint somewhere <laughs> <laughs> smoke it later it's gonna be cool um but I just um I've been working really hard on trying to um, not hate myself. And part of that is by not going back to people that have made me hate myself. So this- You this have done that this year little, though, Erin. Yeah. I'm trying, it's really hard and it's not easy because I, I constantly seek validation from, especially from people that should not matter. And <clears throat> that's- this note has been very important and it stays in my drawer because I, I look, I, I literally, boom, I, I'll never get rid of it. Aww, you guys look at my sister being people's people. I should have been a therapist. No, yeah, I should not. I, no, I can't. I should not have. <laughs> no, I should not have. I have not be really nearly as put to together if you were. Let me tell you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Don't that do would it. Don't do your, it. Like, Jackie vibe. said this profound thing. I'm like, yeah, she does that sometimes. Yeah. And it just all makes sense. It's true. Yeah. yeah. Julie. 
Um, I forgot the question. I got so sidetracked. It's mo- uh, how are you different at the end of 2023 than you were at the beginning? Oh, yes. I think that uh, throughout, and honestly, it's kind of thanks to you guys. I I learn every single week about all kinds of stuff that sometimes is really hard to learn about. Uh, history, racism, politics. I I think I've become very much more knowledgeable and aware of what is going on in my surroundings and what is going on with people and what comes out of my mouth. Like I've been very loose sometimes with uh, racial slurs that I didn't think were racial slurs, but they are, you know, or a different way of looking at things when it comes to like, maybe, you know, police, politics, uh, all, all the things. And I think that I have grown a lot and learned a lot from the podcast and changed a lot just from learning things that I never looked into before. And I'm a long way, baby. Yeah. I will say the things I appreciate most about you is you are so open to learn. Yeah. Yeah. And and, and not afraid to ask questions. When we talk about stuff, you go, stop. What does that mean? And I think, well, you guys are like so smart and, and you, you say in a way that I understand and, um, and uh, that probably sounds stupid, but like, I, I get it when you guys talk about stuff, I'm like, yeah, that is super messed up or like, yeah, you know, I probably shouldn't say that. And sometimes I have felt guilty, uh, about being a part of things or thinking things or saying things that I didn't fully understand. And then when I, you guys say things or tell me things and I look into them and I'm like, damn, that is super messed up. So I feel like I've just become a lot more uh, knowledgeable about my surroundings and, you know, people that I surround myself with and certain things that I say and like how hurtful that can maybe be towards uh, people that I never thought about before. Well, I'll tell you this, Joel, recognizing that you're doing it is like the hardest part because it's so, some of the things are so ingrained in us. So the fact that you're even thinking about it is awesome none of us get it right 100 percent of the time ever even well, with yeah. the best of intentions well my, yeah no, like, i'm sorry go ahead Jax. my wife who's very 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 conscious of everything she says and like stays on top of being like anti-racist and like all these things she made a comment that she didn't know was racist to a young boy that she works with and he was like that's racist and she was like what and she looked up the origin of it and had never heard that yeah. it was before and i mean she was in tears yeah but like even when you have the very best intentions you don't realize the connotations that are associated with it sometimes so good for you for trying or to, how you can hurt people it. by saying certain things or even saying like oh well they live in like the ghetto or something like that like that's not okay to say that you know right it's it, it you know I've, I've just learned a lot about how to be more conscious of what comes out of my mouth <laughs> you know it's not it's not always so loose and sometimes you hurt people's feelings and I don't ever want to do that so you guys have definitely made me more aware of that I feel like I've learned a lot from that this year um mine is I have gotten a lot better this year of separating difficult situations at work with not being my fault 
not taking like responsibility for decisions and actions that other people make it work. And even if they work for me, me making it feel like I should have done something wrong, or I'm worried that I hurt their feelings or, or whatever, when I know that I haven't. So, um, I've been trying to impart on one employee, especially <laughs> the phrase of, um, just because your feelings are hurt doesn't mean you were wronged. And I'm really trying to get that through to them. And um, it's mostly because it's it's what I learned this year. So um, that was probably what I learned. Just because your feelings were hurt doesn't mean that you were wronged. Good one. Good. And that comes from someone who gets their feelings hurt easily. I don't get my, I get my feelings hurt easily by people I care about. Yeah. I don't get yeah. my feelings hurt easily by people I don't care about. It's funny. Yours is like the opposite of mine. <laughs> like I've learned that I do hurt people's feelings and you're like I need to be okay with hurting people's feelings (laughs) well and on the same token just because I hurt their feelings doesn't mean I have wronged them sometimes I have to do things that hurt them and or perceived hurt when really it's just my my job well that's a part of being a leader sucks yeah. Well, you're you're in leadership. A, a leadership role. Sometimes you have to have those tough conversations. Well, not just not just at work either. I've I've started having more difficult conversations at at home and stuff too. And like I've told, uh, especially Aaron, things like this year that I wouldn't have told her in the past. Like I have found that being honest about certain things instead of trying to protect people's feelings ends up being more beneficial in the end. Yeah. So. Um, it's, I think that comes with age though, too. I couldn't have done this at 30. Like there's just no way there's something about getting older and, you know, anyway, um, who was your, who was your 2023 person of the year and have you told them? Okay. So I thought about this one for a long time and I couldn't single a person out. So I just have really great friends that I really thought a lot about this past year. Like, I am so fortunate that I have the friend group that I have. A lot of people say, like, oh, now that I'm an adult, I don't have a BFF. I do. A lot of people say, like, now that I'm adult, an adult, I don't know how to make friends, so I don't really have good friends. I have, like, that girl that, like, you know, I grew up with that we talk, like, you know, once every six months. But they don't have a friend group. And, like, we do. And we're super fortunate for that. So it's really all of my friends. It's you guys, Dory, Bueno, Alexis, like, I'm sure there's more, but like, those are the ones that come to mind. You are super lucky though. We have a great friend group that I can rely on. And I have to remind myself of that a lot because I'm somebody that doesn't ask for help. So I have to think about it a lot. And I do think about it a lot. And I reach out to like those people and I'm like, damn, I'm super fortunate to have all of my friends. So I couldn't single anybody out. Yeah. That's a good one. That's going to be mine too. Yeah. I'm going to repeat mm-hmm. it though. Stacy. That's. Oh, I don't Is that know. yours too? No. Oh. Mine's Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I love you guys too. So much. <laughs> but also. <laughs> but also Taylor Swift. Okay. What? Yeah, I assume you, you have a color. Sir, I haven't told her, but maybe I should. <laughs> what happens if you just call Taylor up? <laughs> call Taylor. <laughs> I it. just feel like, I don't know. I'm really ready to enter my reputation era. And so 
I, you know, I just think it was so like, it's kind of twofold, right? So I guess it's like Taylor Swift slash Greta Gerwig because between Taylor and the Barbie movie, I just felt so comfortable being myself in the way that I am like girly and I like things that are sparkly and shiny and glitter and that sort of stuff. And a lot of times people will take that as you being stupid. And so I think a lot of people think I'm stupid because I like that kind of stuff. And I just, it felt really good this year to be able to celebrate like being feminine and girly in the way that I like to be. And I think for everybody else to celebrate being feminine in the way that they like to be and that women are awesome. Same if, thing. I can't if, imagine if anybody ever thought you were stupid. They I think, think all the time. I would think they were the biggest fucking idiots I've ever oh. met in my life. I think so that's what I was gonna say. If privilege. anybody has ever had a conversation, you 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 might be able to be called stupid. a lot of things. Stupid is not one. Of I them. think that's not like having a conversation with me. I think that's just upon like. I think I can come off as like frivolous or like. Whitey. No, you know, like <laughs> no. I'm not saying you because are, but I'm saying glitter, like you know. But yeah, no. fuck you. My favorite color is glitter, and I really have <laughs> the vocabulary. So my favorite color is glitter. The thing that the the thing that they really did, and go ahead and lump Beyonce in there too. Just yeah. like the trifecta yeah. is, yeah. they make girl things cool. Yeah, and acceptable, they, and well, to the point where even boys are like, not not like taking them on or appropriating them, but just being like, yeah, it is actually kind of cool that they're so successful. Like yeah. it made like was celebrating femininity. Yeah. Yeah. Good. yeah. Like, because it made like the, so many that you saw so many boys dressing to the nines to go yeah. to Beyonce, to go to Taylor, yeah. to go to the mood, to go to Barbie. Yeah. Like it made people be okay with, that feminine side yeah, womanhood that and girlhood so is not often celebrated and yeah. so that, that just kind of irritates me that you've ever even felt like that because I, yeah. that's so that's crazy I, to me I, I can't imagine how frustrating that is for you knowing you're probably one of the smartest ones in the room yeah for sure <laughs> like, <laughs> that, you know I get passed over for jobs for people who are not as smart as I am and because you're a girl yeah. And the like, I'm just going to assume Hillary Clinton is in charge. Like, yeah. That's awful. Yeah. Aaron, what about you? Person of the year. So I kind of have like a three-way tie and I apologize, but my Get first is all of the, all of my friends, like you guys included, obviously top of the list. Um, I don't know how many times I was having a nervous breakdown or I was several. at the end of my rope. Yeah, like several. And like I would call Jackie or I would call Stacy or we'd have our podcast and really helped like so much. And then also my therapist. Like I'm sure she probably was sometimes like this again, but always just treated me with such kindness and really just tried to help me see things through a different lens. And I just really really appreciate that like thank god for therapy honestly and thank god that we're in this day and age where talking about therapy and um mentioning your your mental uh issues isn't like a fucking like you know 
bad thing as I mean, it is still kind of in some, you know, right circumstances, not here. Thank God. And then <laughs> Heidi Blickenstaff. I knew you were going to say that. I almost her. said, if you say <laughs> Heidi Blickenstaff after all that, I'm going to reach yeah. through Zoom and sock you in the nose. Well, I have to say this though, because I know it's crazy, but like, obviously I know I might take it. I may take a minute or so, so I apologize. But like as an artist, and I'm going to use that term loosely, that I feel like I am an artist. I feel like, you know, I, I enjoy writing. I enjoy poetry. But I do come to these moments of like, I'm stuck. I don't know what to do. I don't know how to handle this. And like, obviously going to see Jagged Little Pill in May, like completely changed everything. And yes, it's it's Alanis, you know, and and Diane Paulus and and Diego Cody, like for, for creating this fantastic fucking story, right? Like, holy shit. And Tom Kitt. And, and it's just like amazing. Like, it's just amazing. Right. So like that story in and of itself, just like blew open my creativity, but then just like, obviously watching everything I can about people and staff has just been like insane. And I know, like, I'm, I know I'm obsessed, like hashtag, I know it. But like also just hearing her talk about being who she is and like when she was younger, how she, you know, would go into these auditions and like try to be somebody else and it never worked in the, the minute that she went in and was herself, she got a call back. Like that's like her whole mission is just like, be yourself, be the weirdo that you are. And people are going to love you for that. And if they don't, they're not the right fucking people. And like, I know I've been told that a thousand times in my life, but to see somebody as like fantastic as her and someone who is as beautiful, beautiful as her, someone who is as, uh, as, 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 um, just amazing as she is say that it's just like, it made it like, made somebody me go, that you wow. look up to. It really yeah. is. And I, I, I admire her and Yes, I have messaged her and I have told her all this and she did love it. So I don't know. I feel like I feel pretty good about this. I feel good thing. Good. We know a bail bondsman. I know. I mean, honestly, <laughs> you never know. Any, I could be getting a restraining order eventually, but yeah. I just, I really, I really, I really, really you, admire everything that she stands for and everything she does. And I mean, like she's fucking beautiful on top of all that. <laughs> like, so she just really like, all of this, like seeing an artist be so um, successful in like embracing who they are really made me go, wow, like I need to fucking take a step back and like do that. So that's good. Sorry, Sorry that it took a little bit longer. <laughs> uh, my person of the year is Baxley. She's come such a long way and she's over a year sober now, completely sober. Amazing. hasn't had a, a drop of alcohol and she's it i don't want to go into the details on here but it was bad for her and she's overcome it and you know i talked to her and her mind and heart is totally clear she's working on getting her personal innards worked on you know with all of the trauma that she's been through she's been through a lot you know, and um, she's like a little beacon of hope and light every time I talk to her. Like, she just, I look up to her. And uh, yeah, that's my, she's come a really, really long way. 
And I think that that's incredible to watch somebody that I've been so close with get through that and really stick to it and uh, get back into counseling and find a counselor that works for her and, you know, work at a popular bar restaurant place and still not drink and still not do anything and go through, you know, rehab and recovery and everything like that. That says a lot about somebody that's able to go through all of that. Cause that's essentially like kind of being in jail in a lot of things. You know, you don't have your phone, you can't communicate with the outside world. And she's just totally embraced it and has grown from it and become a better person from it and has gotten back to uh selfishly the best friend that I fell in love with, you know, 25, 20, yeah, 25 years ago now. Like I'm I'm just so so yeah, I know I'm old. <laughs> but I'm I'm so so fucking proud of her because I know it wasn't a hard road and or, or an easy road. And uh it was a hard road and I just I think uh she's like a light at the end of the tunnel for people that go through that kind of stuff and i'm i'm really really proud of her so that's mine um yeah so mine was also um my friends mostly because kind of what stacy said i know that we're all really lucky i know and it and it everything people say is true it is hard to make friends as an adult and it is difficult to maintain friendships because people are busy and people have kids and jobs and other family commitments and illnesses and emergencies and like all of these things. And I think one of the reasons we're lucky is because we've all kind of collectively decided without ever talking about it, that all of that can be going on and we're still going to prioritize each other at some point. And no one holds on to things if you can't make it or things come up or whatever, which is also really important. People can be disappointed but no one stays mad about it um, because we all understand that we all have freaking lives. And I think that's like the secret to adult friendships. And I, I think that's one of the things people miss like, Oh, it's so hard. Well, yeah. Cause you're equating it to like you were friends with someone in high school or college or whatever, where you were able to spend all of this time together. And so I think what we figured out is relationships, friendships, whatever, they all take work. They, they all take work and communication and setting up, you know, times and plans and following through with them, which is, I think, why we have a propensity to take like trips, because you have to get a commitment for that, like six months ahead from people. They put it on their calendars. You get them for three days. Like, I think that's what almost makes it easier because it's much more difficult to set up. I mean, we go through it. We try to set up movie days. It's hard to set up a weekend where everyone can just watch a movie, but we can plan a trip six months out. So um i think that's um that's probably it for this year i mean obviously lincoln and lex but yeah i and seeing the world through the eyes of kind of the year of the woman which is what 2023 essentially was um i think we're all also very fortunate that everybody in our group that is married to or dates men men are pretty great Kai's pretty great. Stevie's pretty great. I guess there's no other dudes. Brian. 
Sorry. Oh, Brian. Yeah, Brian's good. Like, <laughs> he hasn't been long. He hasn't been around long. It's not like Kai who Coco. is like. Yeah, yeah. He's here for quite a Bring one to the table. Sorry. <laughs> but I mean, Stevie just hops right in too. Like he just embraces it. He doesn't try to fight it. He just, I don't know. Uh, it's been a good year. It's been a good year to be a girl. And it's been a good year as an adult. So um, let's rapid fire this one. We don't need explanations. Okay. Best movie. Oh, uh, I know you guys don't like horror, but Talk to Me is in my top. But shout outs to um, a man named Otto and Barbie, obviously. Barbie. Mm. Uh, Barbie, Barbie and Leave Barbie the World Behind. Barbie was mine too. <laughs> Barbie and what, Aaron? Leave the World Behind. Okay. Julie? Barbie was mine too. Okay. Mine's Barbie. Um, <laughs> best TV series. Well, I think we've already oh. talked about why Bar- Barbie was so important this year. So, yeah. Um, I think Last of Us, obviously, yeah. with mm-hmm. honorable mention to Wednesday and The Bear. Okay. Yeah, Last of Us was, I really, really enjoyed that. For me, um, it's one that I binged this year. I'm going to say Call the Midwife. It's oh. so gently British. It's such a nice comfort show. Yeah. That's on my list to watch. Yeah, this it's great. In the next month. Yep. Like, just so gently British. Oh, great. Aaron's going to say uh, Silo. Obviously, obviously, Last of Us and Silo. Mm-hmm. Silo fucking Silo rocked my world. <laughs> Silo was good, too. Silo was good. I'm going to say Silo. I've also binge watched this year uh, The Walking Dead, which I'm on i still have two seasons left but that show is phenomenal but my number one this year was uh lessons in chemistry oh Oh, that show yeah Mm -hmm. yeah good one yeah um my number one is the last of us and uh with honorable mention to the diplomat oh what's that one all right all right Okay, Jax, is, is it like a comedy or no, like what is it? it's a political like drama. Is that Carrie Russell? Carrie Russell, yeah. Yeah, I gotta watch that. So it good. It comes across all the time. What, okay. What's it on, Jax? Uh, I watched it on Netflix. The Diplomat. So good. I also want to do an honorable mention for Friends because I think like a lot of people after Matthew Perry died, I started a Friends re- rewatch and yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Best performance of the year. I know what my yeah. Dempsey's are going to be. Yeah, probably Aaron's too. Mine too, but I have two. Okay. Well, <laughs> you can take my bill. spot because yeah. I got yeah. nothing. Aaron's. Oh, okay. Oh, God. Taylor Swift. Oh, yeah. Aaron's tour. For In sure. Hands down. In every Aaron's capacity. Down. Like, the TikTok lives, yeah. the seeing her live, the movie, like, everything. So, for me, it's going to be the show we saw live, Obvi. But then solid number two for the night we weren't clowns and she announced 1989, the like excitement of the like, oh my God, and then like, oh, I was on the plane. Remember I was like flying back from Indiana and I'm like trying to check my texts on the Southwest plane and the uh, Wi-Fi wasn't working. I really enjoyed clowning with you guys this year. Hey, we're bound to get a few right. At right. some point, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Statistically. Um, obviously, my next one is Jagged Little Pill with Heidi Blickenstaff because it was fantastic. But also the Noah Khan concert I went to, which literally blew my mind. Like, he is such a fantastic performer. Like, and he, to hear the crowd, like, 
it's a smaller crowd, but it was just, it just felt just as loud. So it was amazing. So uh, fucking good. Julie? Um, I'm going to go with Pink because she was absolutely fucking phenomenal. And I, and I didn't get to see Taylor Swift. Uh, my runner up, what the Halsey concert was absolutely lit this year. She. Julie's so much cooler than us. <laughs> I was not expecting Halsey to be so good and she completely blew my mind like she was so fantastic also uh a play that I saw uh the it, it wasn't it's not Willy Wonk in the chart in the chocolate it's Charlie the Chocolate Factory and that was a super cool twist on as a play well, you know, Charlie uh, and the Chocolate Factory is actually the written sequel to Willy I Wonka went and, and saw Factory. it three days in a row. I went and saw it three times. I'm I just saying it was a book that was written yeah. after Willy Wonka. Oh, really? I think that's a play also. I have like a, a bet. Yeah, so yeah. Play. It was saying, really yeah. good. Yeah. Um, uh, since you guys did one too, I saw the national tour of To Kill a Mockingbird. Oh, and how was it was beautiful and phenomenal and just like my uh, brother saw that too and like it was so so good the girl that played um scout was like one of my favorites so you think you can dance winners her name's melanie moore and she was absolutely phenomenal um that and beetlejuice beetlejuice was so fucking funny Stacey, do you have any man too and she was fantastic if you haven't guys the point is to pick your favorite I'm sorry. Those were my favorites. I got a lot of favorites. I'm a Pisces. I can't pick just one. Stacey, you have any? No. I okay. saw some plays, but nothing. I I don't go to concerts anymore. I decided uh, with Hobo Johnson that was my last concert because I'm too old. Stacey, didn't you uh, go see Jagged Little Pill with them? I did. I saw Jagged Little Pill. I saw Adam's Family. Like I saw a lot of plays. They were all great. I couldn't pick a favorite. Um, but yeah, I was I was focusing on Heidi. concerts, and I didn't I didn't see any concerts. So that's okay. It's okay. Um. Okay. Best book. Best oh, book you hands read. down. Um, Chevy Stevens. Those girls. Okay. I'm writing it down. Dempsey's missing. Aaron, what was your favorite book? Huh? obviously glitch and home for the holidays <laughs> Duh. and tapestry um, of the heart Come obviously on. tapestry of the heart so so good too um besides books that you guys have written i really really loved um oh my gosh what the hell was it called so Place, which was an emily henry book um that came out this year and then also christina lauren wrote a book called In a Holidays, which the name is not great, but it's like a Groundhog Day, Second Chance, Christmas romance. So, so, so cute. Um, I love those. But also because I listened to it this year too, I'm going to say um, uh, Friends, Levels and the Big, Friends, Lovers and the Big Terrible Thing by Matthew Perry. And also I'm in the middle of reading Oath and Honor by Liz Cheney. And I think that might skyrocket to the top of my list. I would consider it a horror. <laughs> Karen? Did you see her leave? She's like, and I'm out. <laughs> um, I I finally read Lessons in Chemistry and it fucking rocked. I love that book. That book is 
fantastic, fantastic book. Julie? Fantastic book. The only book I read was Glitch, so Glitch. Sweet. I mean, yeah. hey. I mean. I will say, can I say one more? This I was did, great. And it kicked I finally ass. Read, well, yeah. I finally read all of Profile, Jackie. Oh, so Profile good. Profile was fantastic. So good. It was very good. I know it's like not your favorite, but. It's I know, it gets really good reviews, good though. It's it a painful. very good book. Like, man, you're mine. I love it's that I read it. Um, so I actually had two and one of them was legitimately home for the holidays. Aaron completely crushed it. And I'm not just saying that it really, it really was. Um, and then, uh, Misrule, which was the sequel to Malice by Heather Walter, which is that like, um, spin on Sleeping Beauty where, uh, it's about the wicked queen. Yeah, Yeah. It was that those uh, dual stories were so good. So, so good. Um, so I really enjoyed those this year. I'm not doing any of my nonfictions because I don't necessarily enjoy reading those. I, I read them because I feel like I have to, um, to feel like I'm staying on top of things. So I wouldn't say it's ever like a, I read fiction to like relax and not stress about stuff the the non-fictions i read um the last really good non-fiction i read that like i didn't feel like that about was was probably um michelle obama's biography that was really good i didn't feel shitty at the end of that but yeah Can I ask you a question of well because sure. like you i know you don't have a lot of time you're listening a lot right like mm-hmm. doing audiobooks okay all right i listen I like really it's I like read... a podcast when you're doing these non-fiction ones no, I, I, all the nonfiction ones, I definitely listen to because I listen to them on my drive. Right. Um, I tend to do both with the fiction. I'll read some, I'll listen to some, the like parts of it on audio. I'll read right. some, like I'll skip back and thing. forth between the two. Yeah. So it really depends. Um, especially if it's on Kindle Unlimited, I will for sure read it and listen to it. Um, so the, sometimes that's just easier for me. Okay. Um, well, since you're sick, I'm calling you out and you need to read. A court of thorns and roses. What I have it downloaded. Yeah, I have it downloaded. Yeah, let me know. I have a five book list right now. Like, let me know. Tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow. Have you? Has anybody read that? No, no. I gotta read that. Okay. What was your happiest moment this year? We're only halfway through, guys. It sounds really corny, but it was my fortieth birthday. Um, I felt so loved, more loved than I've felt in years because you guys traveled six plus hours to be with me for the weekend you threw me a birthday party you did that video where you all spoke on the video and said all these nice things which I rewatched and cried all of all of that weekend was so perfect and I felt so celebrated and loved that like it blew me away so um yeah, I'm gonna tear up a little bit, but yeah, that was oh. definitely that's awesome. definitely a moment where I felt more loved than I felt in a very long time. Getting so soft in your old age, I know. <laughs> Stacy, um, I don't know. I didn't have a lot of happy moments. I think it's hard to have like happy moments when you're by yourself all the time. But I think I had fewer super sad moments than last year. Yeah, that was very, very fun. Yeah. That'd be the happiest, probably. Zigzag Paddywhack. So um I'd never seen Taylor Swift live before. And you saw her three times. So 
in Tampa yeah, when, you were, when, when it was like <laughs> happening and I like was standing in like waiting and the countdown was happening. I literally felt like I was like, bury me where I lie. Like, you know, like I'm going to perish and it's going to be fine. Like, Lord, take <laughs> me now. Like, I'm going to be okay now that I've seen even five seconds of an heiress tour. And then I went <laughs> two other times, but I will say this. I will say this. Sharing that moment with, with Jackie, probably. What about uh, Stacy? You and I were standing right next to each other. We didn't share oh. the moment. We didn't share the moment, unfortunately. Oh, I get it. Really with you and I together. did. Like, I get it, yeah. I've... Oh. You made me love Taylor. <laughs> I almost hate you for it. But, like, I seriously, <laughs> I have never felt such a connection to somebody than I did with you and me standing there watching Taylor and, like, just fucking minds blown, like... What when happened? Jax gets excited, she draws you into her excitement. It, it's yeah. not even, that, yes, yeah. it's that, but it's also the fact that, like, she just knows how to, like, make you, like, Jackie, you know how to make people feel things, but then Taylor does as well. So then it's like, I'm standing there with you, who you've become one of my very best friends in this entire world. And then Taylor, who's like my second best friend, <laughs> like, I just, like, I feel that. It was it was one of those like life changing moments for me. So like thank you for that, Aww. and like thank you for like drawing me into this world, and like thank you for like drawing me into the Taylor Swift world. Um, also like I've lost a lot of money, <laughs> but like it's fine. Like it's fine. But, like, I want to also... know. I think uh, Dempsey gets just as much credit for drawing you into. I agree, but like you, you absolutely. I know I hammer like away. I'm me, relentless. You yeah. pull, you sent me podcasts. You sent me. <laughs> I'm you sent me links. You sent me yeah. research. You your gold PowerPoints. Yeah, PowerPoints. Tumblr posts. Them. Yeah, like you, you, you called me in the middle of the day one day, and we're like, you got to listen to this podcast. It's a Tilly podcast. You got to listen, and I did. I listened to every subsequent one after that. Like. It has been a labor of love and you've managed to create a fucking gayler Swifty of the gayest gays. And I just, I'm so, I'm so grateful. That's like, sweet. Literally like seeing Taylor Swift with you is definitely top five um, in my whole life. Like that's awesome. Oh, Zicky Zach, Julie. And like, obviously being there with Stacy, I wish we could have been standing next to each other. We probably would have been holding hands and hugging all night long. Jackie and I were not doing that. I was thank you for not putting me in that situation. <laughs> That's not Jax's vibe. I tried yeah. to pair around you at one point. You were like, I'm sitting like, down. I was like, done. Yeah. Um, I I think one of my favorite moments, it was actually a whole night, is when we went, uh, me and Kennedy went and saw Pink. We had the we got floor we got floor seats and we had the best crowd around us, which means a lot when you go to a concert, like you want people around you to be as into it as you are and um we you know even going up to the bar like we're all making jokes and having fun afterwards everybody that was all around us we all exchanged numbers and we still talk like it was it was like it, and then we had this like really cool airbnb that like the whole window overlooked like this little <laughs> wasn't even a big deal it was just like a busy intersection all night it was just like such a cool 
night. Um, that was one of my favorite like things, I guess, in 2023 to get like out of town and go and meet a whole bunch of people that you know, people don't care. You're you're just into like the same thing that they don't care if you're gay, straight, whatever's going on. Like they're just they're excited to be around people that love an artist as much as you do. And uh you and you have that in common. And uh it was it was so much fun. It was literally one of the funnest nights we've had ever. And the world needs more of that. Yeah. Bonding yeah. over things despite race religion and you feel that when you're there yeah that's why the Ares tour was so popular right like you you feel that energy when we're there when you're there like even going up to the bar like one of two people that we i don't want to say became friends with but have talked to since then and like shared videos with uh was like a straight white country couple that you would never have thought would like you know and of course we show up and we're like making them laugh and they're like oh shit you know so we start talking to them and it, it was just like <laughs> yeah lesbians <laughs> and they were like, like that saying where it's like turn off the news and love thy neighbor is so yeah. important because I feel like that's what it's all about it was such a good vibe and we had so much fun and like it's so nice to get out of your like day-to-day shit and just be around people that have nothing to do with work they have nothing to do with your family like they have nothing to do with anything they're just there at the concert with you and you're just enjoying you know life yeah it's just you know it's so that i i I think that was probably one of my favorite nights moments out of 2023 it was very freeing to feel like that um mine was seeing lincoln graduate preschool Nice. And thank you to the Stacey for showing up for that. Over also, Taylor, yeah, lies. No, it's it wasn't a lie. <laughs> it was sweet. I actually, believe this one. <laughs> no, I mean Taylor was Taylor was amazing. Taylor was fun, but it's not just like the graduation from preschool. It's that like he's starting this next phase of being a kid. Like, yeah, it's a he was officially done being a uh like baby, and now he's like a little kid and you know um it was sweet and it's just a reminder like it goes by really fast even though there are times where it seems like it goes by at a glacial pace like (laughs) a painful pace and then sometimes you're just like holy shit how is he graduating preschool already the days are long and the years are short girl but it was just just, life though yeah it was just i don't know i it's fun watching him grow up and those little milestones that I didn't think would like, like hit me. They, they do. So, um, okay. We've got five left. Let's keep moving. Something you accomplished. Um, I just want to say I lost 30 pounds and none of it was in my bra. Hey, that's a good. That's good. (laughs) Aaron, or sorry, Stacy. Um, I don't know. We Uh, haven't had these questions all week. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I had surgery. That was an accomplishment. 
Recovery has felt like an accomplishment. That that you're living on your own. Yeah. Yeah. That's a big accomplishment. I already talked about that, but that too. Yeah. That doesn't matter. You can talk about it as many times as you want. That's fucking huge. Yeah. And you're doing it and you're not fucking freaking out about it. You're like killing it. Yeah. And your house looks adorable. Her house always looks adorable. She's always got all the decorations up. Yeah, true. But still, it still does. It's not like it didn't continue to happen. Aaron, what's yours? Still happen. My biggest accomplishment is that I wrote three, four books, five, well, kind of five books in one year. That's a big deal. I've only published three, but I feel pretty good about that. That's a big deal. Jewel, what about you? Mine's going to be dumb that I got uh, an attorney and opening up an LLC and I'm getting my taxes in order. That's not dumb. That's big. That's huge. It's like watching a kid graduate preschool. Yeah, it sucks. (laughs) Um, Mine was doing my first self-published book with uh, Zigzag Paddywhack. All right. Uh, Best purchase of 2023. All right, now I now I have a shallow one. I got a Kate Gabriel purse. I spent more than I've ever spent on a purse before, and it wasn't even. What does that mean? What is it? What is a Kate Gabe? What does that mean? I don't even know what that means. She's, I feel she's very... a an up and coming designer. She designs purses that your cup, like these, a straw with a reusable plastic cup with a lid that you get from Starbucks, fits in the cup so that when you're shopping, you always have your water with you nice i'm obsessed it is my favorite what is that explain that again kate gabriel made purses where your cup your reusable cup from starbucks or if you got like a venti like starbucks drink it fits in the purse so that it's it's got its own compartment for your cup so you always have water when you're out shopping Genius. And I know, like, the responsible thing would be, like, the fact that we totaled our car and got the exact same car and, like, we had this big purchase. Whatever. My favorite purchase has been this purse because I always have water, cold water with ice when I'm out shopping. <laughs> nice. Stacy? Um, uh, my car, I think. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and also my, like, leopard um crutch covers and my little like satchel <laughs> love it love it that's a good one yeah but your car's a good one. one yeah yeah Aaron. um <clears throat> i don't really know like we haven't bought a whole lot this year because i quit my job and started writing full-time so um i guess i would just say maybe um I fuck. I don't know. Nothing. I haven't bought a shit. I haven't bought shit. All right, Julie. Bought a lot of Taylor Swift tickets. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I mean, you're not wrong. Uh, by going through the uh, brush by self and getting everybody custom shoes, they were a hit. They were they a were hit. Cool. She cool. she even did. I got Caden some ones that are uh his favorite football he's super crazy into football in the miami <laughs> dolphins and she even did a tyree kill signature on the front of them so and then i got kennedy some uh red louis vuitton ones custom done and then obviously jackson taylor swift ones that I, I think that was my favorite purchase the smartest purchase i did 
uh, was getting an LLC, which is just business stuff. But my favorite one I did is the Christmas presents once. Um, mine was the smoker. Hands down. Ooh. Nice. Yeah. And you're doing your cheese on it too, huh? Mm-hmm. I want some of that fucking smoked cheese so bad. Uh, what oh, skill did you gain? Um, what do you mean? How many pounds goes, did we gain? No, skill. Oh, skill. Oh, skill. <laughs> it goes back to the beginning uh, when I talked Less about... Offensive. <laughs> when I talked about um, trying to see everybody as doing their best and seeing the good in things. Mm. I think that you know, it was like six months ago that Jack told me that. And I think I've done really well at realizing that. So um seeing good in everything. Sub skill. Yeah. It's taking a long time to hone in on. I'm sure your husband's been telling you he's been telling you to do that for years, though. Yep. And <laughs> it's it's helped a lot in our relationship because he says that I'm an end of the worlder. I always see things as like the end of the world and so I'm not an into the worlder anymore. That's good. Stacy. That's awesome, Stace. Um, I learned how to get up and down the stairs by myself when I was still non-weight bearing, which sounds really stupid. But the last other two times I had surgery, I lived in a one-story house and I didn't have to do that. Um, so figuring out how to like sit on my butt and like crawl up the stairs on my butt and then get back on my scooter was like super hard. Do you have, yeah. do you have a bathroom up there? So you don't have to come all the way down to go. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Oh, yeah. good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. And I can, like, I can walk now, but it was for several weeks I could not. And so just like, but if you're hungry and thirsty, you got to pack a backpack to get up there. So you don't have to come all the way back. <laughs> down. Yeah. Like for the day I would have to like, put yeah. a bunch of, I wore a fanny pack everywhere. Like, a yeah. Like not like from upstairs to downstairs. Yeah. Yeah. Aaron? Uh new skill. <laughs> um not needing validation from every single person I meet. Mm. We're still working on that. I'm learning it. It's, a, I'm, it's a skill I've learned. It doesn't mean I've mastered it. <laughs> semantics. Semantics. <laughs> Julie? Uh, new skill. I, um, oh, I think, I think, I really do think I've become a better listener. That's yeah. a good one, Joel. You guys have helped me with that. And then I think it, it, it's, it's like helped me in other ways that Sometimes I realize I have to let people talk. I don't sometimes, not all the time. I don't always know what I'm talking about. Normally I do, but sometimes I don't. <laughs> it, it's a developing skill. And uh, I may not always be right. Uh, I'm never wrong, but you know, I'm, I'm working on that right now. That trying to listen to people and their opinions. And maybe uh, I can learn a lot from what other people have to say. And be, being a better listener. Good one. Mm-hmm. Um, I perfected smoking tri-tip. Oh, so nice. good. And that's a, you that are, that took you a long all, time. Jess, you've, you've always been a good cook, though. No, but smoking meat is different. And tri-tip's like one of the only red meats I'll eat. So um, I've mastered it. Um, what was your biggest time-wasting activity? 
Oh, binge watching shows I've already seen, but they're comfort shows. No. Yeah. Word. TikTok. Yeah. 100%. Oh, TikTok. Yeah. Uh, doom Aaron, scrolling. Doom I'll scrolling. Yeah, if I'm going to be honest, we're using <laughs> uh, fucks up in my time. Yeah. Probably That's work hard. in TikTok. TikTok. Ugh, That's a good one. It, uh, a runner up for me from uh, TikTok would be video games. I spend an insane amount of time on video games. Yeah. Aaron, did you go? Yeah. Oh, oh okay. I'm sorry. Doom scrolling. Oh, doom scrolling. Yeah. Just uh, mine, scroll, scroll, scroll. I'm going to go with Stacy on this TikTok for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is what I, if I'm ever wasting time, it's on TikTok 100%. But do you know what? It, Sometimes it's just like you, because you can zone out. Like, yep. I I mean, you, you can TikTok while you're going to sleep, while you're watching, maybe watching a show you're not that interested in. You can TikTok while you're on the on the pooper. Like I just you, want you, them you... to automatically scroll when they're done. Is that so much to ask? Totally. No, because sometimes I want to rewatch it. Then scroll back like, up. That was really back good. Up. No, I don't want to scroll back. Okay. I just wanted to keep going. Uh, the last one. What is your what is a goal you're setting about yourself for 2024? Which I'm glad Stacy remembered this one because we don't make resolutions here on the weekly wind down. We set goals. So obviously the cliche one of losing more weight, but also to, I saw a quote the other day that was, um, if let people love you, but let them love all of you. And Uh I feel like that is part of like my problem, part of my problem of asking for help and accepting it. I need to rely on my friends more. Um, even if it's not like, Hey, I need help setting up a party. It's, I have a problem. I need advice. I need to just go to my friends more and just be like, I need to talk. So more of that and more, um, I've lost almost a third of the weight that I want to lose. So I'm hoping if we can do the next two years and do a third, a third, a third, then I should be good. Like, so, and losing weight. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, Losing weight. Also, Um, continuing like with PT and really trying to, my physical therapist goal is not just like for me to be able to walk or whatever, but it's like to run and dance and that sort of stuff. So, um, so I think that is goal, a good goal. And since I didn't really have a lot of stuff that was like super happy this year, maybe trying to find some happiness. I like that one. Me too. That's a good one. Um, when you find it, bottle it and we'll sell it. Phenomenal. <laughs> we'll capitalize on it. Yeah, I'd much shop. rather do that than like TikTok shop. Experience it. <laughs> yeah, TikTok shop. <laughs> yeah. Bottled hat. I they probably have it on there. Probably. <laughs> Aaron, it, it is. It's called face cream. <laughs> um, I was gonna say drugs, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, I, I stopped weighing myself. I have not weighed myself since December thirtieth of twenty twenty two. I will never weigh myself again. I, um, I refuse. I think it's, um, it's not good for me. It's not good for my mental health. 
Um, one of the things I want to do more of is be more active in 2024. I want to, I want to lift more weights. I want to walk more. I want to, I want to be more active period, just period. Um, another thing that I really, really, really want to do in 2024 is make sure that the decisions I'm making for my, for the books that I'm writing, for the creativity that I'm trying to do is not something that I'm doing to satisfy other people, but to satisfy myself. I think it's really important for me because I think a lot of times I get so down in the down in the mouth about, well, people don't like it, so it wasn't good. But if I feel good about it, that doesn't mean that it's not good. So I need to be better about that. And that's a really big goal that I'm setting for myself because I think that my need for validation is so high sometimes that I forget that I'm actually doing a good job because just because other people say that I'm not doesn't mean that I'm not. So that's, that's, a good that's one. really good for you. Julie, what's your goal for 2024? Um, to be more patient and not be such a hothead. I'm, I'm a bad, I'm a bad, bad hothead. And uh, yeah, I would just want to work on that. It's something I've been working on for a long time and I just want to get better at it and not always think that I'm uh what makes me mad is because I always think that I'm right. And sometimes I'm not. And, uh, I, I need to work on my anger issues and I need to figure out like where it's all coming from and like, you know, why am I like that? And whatever, I think it kind of runs in my DNA, but <laughs> yeah, I, I, I want to work on having more patience and not being such a hothead. Um, I am trying to model better, um, emotional, I don't know how to resilience to my kid. Um, yeah. he, he has a propensity to get like really upset really fast. And then he doesn't know how to deal with it, which I know is normal for five-year-olds. I'm not saying anything's wrong with him, of course, but, um, a ton of like healthy resiliency wasn't modeled to um, us as children. And I don't want him growing up shoving down all of his feelings and taking it on the chin because it's easier than having healthy, constructive conversations, even though they might be hard to get through. So um, I know that's difficult to like put into words of like, well, he's five. How's he understand all that? Well, he doesn't understand it like intellectually. He understands it if we show it to him. So yeah. I'm trying to model more of that behavior. And it's hard because as adults, we get upset and then maybe we'll go off by ourselves or maybe we'll, you know, ignore somebody or maybe we'll like toss something on the counter. And that's how we've learned to cope with things. And then we get over it, you know, and move on because we're, we're built to do that. He's not yet. So I don't want him to start getting in the habits of having those little fits and then just thinking it's okay. Like he, I, I want him to actually learn to calm himself down, to make rational decisions and some emotional resiliency. And like, sometimes it's okay that he's upset and sometimes it's okay that he's bored. And sometimes it's okay that he's mad because those are all things that we have to learn to cope with. So trying to find a way to model that. And I, the only thing I can do right now is like talk to him about it when he's upset. Um, try 
tried telling him it's okay to be upset. It's okay to feel these things, but you don't get to talk to anybody that way. Like it doesn't give you a blank check to treat people poorly or throw fits or whatever. Um, but in line with that, it's also maintaining that like healthy space for him to feel like he can have those feelings without being shamed for them. And I'm not always great about that. Um, as a kid, I'm sure we all heard it. My parents were very much like, I'll give you something to cry about kind of parents. And I find myself getting in that mind space sometimes. But damn, it worked. Did it though? Did, did Are we did. emotionally healthy? I don't adults? know. It's Try a fine them. line. I don't so know. I got to figure out why I'm so angry all the time. I feel like it's I a fine out. line to figure out. I feel out. like I turned mm-hmm. out pretty good. I feel like some kids just need their ass whooped. Well, I, I'm not. I'm not saying there isn't. I, I'm trying to not go in extremes in either way. Like, yes, there is right. a time and a place for them to just like suffer through it. It's okay to be disappointed and sad and upset. And then there's other times I want him to be able to. I want him to be able to articulate when he is sad and upset and just let him sit with it. Like not everything has to be fixed. Sometimes we're just going to be disappointed and he has to learn to get over it, I guess is what I'm trying to, that's teaching resilience. Like, Oh, that upset me. I'm not upset anymore. And I'm fine. Like I'm still safe. I'm still healthy. I'm still happy. Like that's how you teach resilience. I think I'm just trying to do it in a more, productive way than our parents did for us and listen i think my parents did their best i'm not hating on them right now like they did their best with us um but i would like him to not be so emotionally stunted (laughs) as an adult because i don't want to i don't want to watch him blow his first marriage because he can't say sorry or thinks he's never wrong or can't have difficult conversations or can't hear any type of criticism like it's i don't know Anyway, in trying to do that, I'm learning a lot about myself where I lack in some of those areas because I'm trying to control my reaction so bad. I realize where I'm lacking because sometimes it's more difficult for me to get a handle on it than others. And listen, well, I'm not, listen, I'm not saying, oh, you have to be perfect. Blah, blah, blah. Kids are fucking infuriating. They will push you and push you and push you and push you until you just want to throw something against the wall and tell them to get the fuck away from you. Like, I, I'm not saying parents don't have those moments. I'm saying when I finally break down and have those moments, I'm trying to go to him and talk to him about it and say, that wasn't okay. Here's what I did wrong. I should like, whatever, just trying to, to mirror having those conversations. Right. So but listen, none of us are perfect. Kids are I think fucking the, I, I think frustrating. The hard, I think the hard thing is even that I just run into as a step parent is sometimes you want them to be more emotionally intellectual than they actually are capable of. Yeah, they're of not capable that age. of it. Right. And so we expect more of them and like, I want you to understand how you're feeling and it's not, and they don't get it. And sometimes you just need to. Well, do you know that empathy isn't even developed until the age of seven? So you're expecting them to have these like empathetic conversations with you. We're like, aren't you sorry for like doing that? And they're just like, no. Well, like, and it's, hard. Yeah. It's, it's hard because they have the ability to hurt your feelings so easily. Totally. 100%. And you're and, like, it's and, that whole, and, like, don't you want to do the dishes? Nobody wants to do the fucking dishes. Well, it's <laughs> like every single one want to. Well, it's like every single one of them too can dish it out so heavily, but they can't take it at all. Mm-hmm. So That's what Stacey like, was saying. Yeah. They can yeah. hurt your feelings. Yeah. But, but the minute you hurt their feelings, it's like, whoa. But what that's, that's my whole about? point. 
that's the whole point is trying to walk them through that and see where that will become an issue later in life. Right. But the good news is when you finally see it, when your kid realizes that they hurt your feelings and they realize it for themselves and they go, Oh my gosh, like that's, I'm sorry. You feel like I accomplished something. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> it happens. <laughs> Sometimes Lex and I play the game of what we would be doing right now if we don't have if we didn't have kids. And that's a that's a fun game. And don't fucking at me. All right. We're not getting rid of them. It's just fun to play sometimes. Yeah, it's a beautiful, uh, it's like winning the lottery sometimes. And it's like a beautiful, beautiful image of not having to deal with with you know we only kids. do it when he's being an absolute maniac and we're just yeah. like what would we be doing right now if we didn't have children and it's always like sitting on a boat staring at our season tickets to the niners that's like always my youngest here. daughter is now visiting my oldest daughter at her home in washington and i instacarted a grocery like list and said hey go to walmart and pick this up and they picked it up and I paid for it, and it was just snacks that I know that they both like, and that my oldest is too poor to fucking buy, like gushers, you know. <laughs> and they picked it up, and my youngest just texted me and said, "Mom, I love you so much. You always pick the best snacks. This is great. Thank you so much." And those are the moments that you live for when you have a toddler that you think doesn't appreciate it. You'll get there. It's not a toddler anymore. He's a whole ass kindergartner. <laughs> it happens. You know, nothing is better though than a mom sandwich. Moms know how to make sandwiches like better than and is that what we were just talking about? No. Oh, <laughs> sorry. No. Nope. I don't have a no. mom. Oh, jeez. Okay. So <laughs> Jesus Christ. We just took a uh, hard left. Uh, oh, hard left. Right. Jesus. Oh, Aaron. We'll do with uh, Aaron's mommy issues in 2027. <laughs> <laughs> Stay Stay go ahead and slide those to the back burner. <laughs> I love Aaron. Okay. Um, everyone. I've been in a mom sandwich in years. Okay. I have, before you sign us off, mom I, have sandwich in years. I have a thing to say. Jax, I just want you to know, 2023, I want you to know that, like, everybody in this group had something to say about you being one of their best. Whether it be their friend, their, like, moment, their person, their book, whatever it was, it all led back to you. And you lead us in this weekly uh, cat herding thing that is so important to all of us and i just want to say thank you Jax. and like we wouldn't all be here together without you oh that's true sure thank you for being our jason kelsey yeah oh for christ's sake (laughs) no you are better than that you were i know we all like him we all like him but they're exactly alike could you imagine how organized their podcast would be? Everything would be perfect. I'd be Jason Kelsey over Travis Kelsey. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. You are Jason Kelsey. Even He's if so it meant getting to Jason. hang out with Taylor. Because Kylie Kelsey is fucking amazing. Big fan of Kylie Kelsey. Thank I you like for saying Kyle. that, Stacey. Like even I though like compliments it. make me very uncomfortable. Um, that is yeah. it for the weekly wind down 2023. Doof. 
2024. We've been doing this for a long time. Long time. 2024 is going to be even worse. We've been doing this since 2016. 2017. Y'all have been doing it for that long. Yep. Yep. It started in Pennsylvania. It was a way for Jackson and I to stay in touch when she moved to Pennsylvania and I moved to the country. I have to go back and listen to those very first podcasts. I don't even think they're available anymore. Oh, I would love to go listen to those. When, Jackson, when did you start recruiting everybody? What year? Well, Stacy and Stacy have always been on. And then Cassie. Cassie was on. And it was us three. Or us four. Cassie was on. And then Cassie, like... I bet that was fun. Cassie just whoop, whoop. And then we got Aaron. And Jean. And Jean. Jean. And Jean, whoop, whoop. And now we have uh, you got added on somehow. Oh. You. What do you mean, who? I'm blood. What do you mean? (laughs) You were the the last one, though. Well, thank you guys for allowing me to be on your podcast. Aaron came on like 2019. Yeah. I've been on now. I think this is my second year. I don't think so. I've been pretty dedicated. I think it's been a year. I think it's been a year. Yeah. One year. Oh. It's a lot of weeks. We record every week. It's 52 every year. Hey, real quick. I have a super, super quick space corner. JWST. Took a new picture of I I call it Uranus, but it's actually called Uranus. Uranus. Uh, it took previous pictures, but you have to look at the new ones. It <laughs> takes pictures of more of the ice that's covered and more of the moons. And also, they've also discovered that there's actually planets cir- circling certain black holes. Meaning that black holes actually have an orbit around them, which is super cool, which they're calling like a safe space around black holes. There you go, Aaron. That's where you got to go. All right. The safe space. We got to aim for that. (laughs) That sounds pretty accurate. You know what, though? But but look at the brand new pictures. Like, Like they were saying, like, JWST's only competition is itself. Like it's taking such bad ass pictures. It's like it has to outdo itself all the time. Yeah, like it's Ugh. it's it's insane. The the been there. <laughs> the, the, the the rings in the orbits <laughs> and the uh, you're able to tell like it has like seventeen moons. We've gotten pictures now of over half of them. Like it's incredible. It just keeps getting better. So if you have a ch- if you have a chance, look at the previous ones and look at the new ones, and it's, it's insane. You really missed an opportunity though, because you said I call it Uranus, but I could call it your butt. <laughs> you waited that you sat on that that whole time. The whole time, I kept you, you it. were right waiting here. to toss that in there. I was. I kept. Trying. I'm trying to kept... keep a professional, Aaron. I was I'm like serious trying to merge. about space, and I want to talk about your butt. What I'm talking I about. I kept space. trying to merge. I was like trying yeah. to merge, trying to merge, trying to merge. Uranus. And then I finally Uranus merged. is what they call it. Uranus. Your butt. <laughs> okay, everybody okay. have the best New Year's available to you. Uh, Make good choices. We're calling this your butt. And we're make, gonna, sure, yeah. 
make sure that if you go anywhere, you go to Club Bed on New Year's Eve. Because that's where it's lit. You are definitely the dad joke contributor of the group. Club Bed. I love dad jokes. You don't think that's a good one? No. You guys have a good New Year's. We love you. Thank you for listening. And accepting me a part of your wind down family. Where's my whistle? Fierce Fan Media.